0: Thank <laughs> you
1: Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 912 wptf For those of you who were uh, thinking about Rufus, I know he told us last week he was going to have some uh, valve surgery, a replacement of a valve, which is real common now, especially when you're uh, Rufus's age. Uh, he called us from his hospital bed was on the air. We we had a couple of doctors. He finally had to hang up a little while ago because he, uh, he had another, I guess one of the doctors needed to check on him. And uh, so whatever, maybe he's on the bedpan. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> he was he was the last time he was in the hospital a few years ago. He, he said, at one point he was on the bedpan. So <laughs> you just never know what you're going to hear. On this show, no, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> God love him, but uh, he's fine. He's fine. He, uh, he has a bovine valve, and uh, that's. I think that's. Uh, well, I, he. I. I don't know. He's kind of going back and forth. Uh, we we were talking. He wanted a Chitlin valve, but uh, I don't. I, I don't know. They are stretchy. Those those uh, they that. Uh, chitlins are stretchy, but I don't know that he really wanted a chitlin valve, even though he is the uh, great one of the chitlin club, only the fourth, starting with with uh, Governor Carr Scott. So uh, he's great. If you're wondering about Ruvus, we don't have to worry anymore. He's probably, uh, according to the first doctor we talked to, he said he's probably going to send him home later today. He He was the heart surgeon. I don't know what this other doctor was. He seemed nice too, but he uh, he had to hang up because of that doctor, so I guess he had to had to, uh, i don't know what he did. What other doctor would he have? who knows anyway' he's probably got, he's probably got uh, 12 of thirteen doctors and, and fifty four nurses over there checking on him, but uh, he's he's uh, doing well. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. You now, this is uh, the 39th year of the Weekend Gardener, and uh, next January will be the 40th anniversary of the show, so we're going to have to do something like we did. I mean, it just seems like we did the 30th anniversary. It does. Yeah. And Zoom, there it goes. So we'll have to... Have to try to get as many people in as possible to, uh, of our crew to serve, to, uh, celebrate some, maybe have a cake or something, no liquor, (laughs) no, maybe some Napoleon brandy. (laughs) Can anybody take that? Uh, the only time I've ever had Napoleon, I've had it twice and it was on a very, very cold night at a, at a restaurant and, uh, it uh, just didn't agree with me at all. It's just, it's still burning.
2: It burned when it went down. It burned when it went down. It's it still it it down. You're not it's supposed supposed burning. To drink it if they've said it I didn't, on fire. I didn't, it. <laughs> I didn't chug it.
1: I didn't chug it. I sip, sipped it. I'm, I'm not an alcohol person anyway. I don't know how to drink. That's uh, been one of my many problems. <laughs> so that's why I don't usually. But uh, we'll have have something. Uh, for that and uh and know yeah, reminisce a little bit 39 years if any of us can remember it <laughs> 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 those three now we've had some great ones there's some some uh folks I, who are not with us uh, like lewis howe
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, boy i really miss him. he was a great great person
3: yeah.
2: and roy? Uh,
1: in, in addition roy? and roy good gracious yeah. Uh, we we definitely lost him too soon. He didn't. He wasn't on the yep. show long enough for like three years or three or four years, if that long. Miss um, Ann is uh, still with us, but she's not able to be on the show. And let's see who else. Uh, John Harris. He he started the show many years ago, nineteen forty five. But uh, he's not with us. But uh, and there there are a couple of people that I just haven't been able to find. But I'm sure I'm. Anybody know Sean Girkin? Sean Girkin, who was an extension agent in in Johnston County, he was wonderful. But I haven't had him on since the early nineties, I think. Uh, and he was did something. Uh, he got out of uh, extension and went into the industry. But uh, I'd like to find Sean and um, have him back up here. So we'll see if we can see if we can work on that. But uh, at any rate, Rufus was talking about things to do for, uh, in the landscape. He was going to talk to the folks at Chapel Hill Garden Club. What about pruning? People love to prune it. Can we still prune anything?
2: We've been pruning a lot uh, the past few days. We've been taking up branches um, when we want to raise uh, a tree height up so that we can plant underneath it or walk underneath it. We've been doing that kind of pruning. We've been doing corrective pruning if there's some broken or, or branches that cross or something that um, looks like it's dead or diseased or dying I go into my Japanese maples and I break off a lot of the dead this time of year you can usually tell whether it's live or dead by gently trying to um, see if you can flex it if it pops off it's gone (laughs) Um, but that helps clean these trees out uh, gets a little bit of better air circulation in um, even some of the conifers, I've gone up with those. I've also been diving into some of the uh, herbs. My, my rosemary got really, really full last year, and so there's a lot of dead in the interior of that, and I'm cutting that out. So, again, getting the good air circulation so it doesn't set up for mold or mildew or anything right. like that. What else, Phil?
3: Um, one of the things I was thinking about I love doing, it's kind of neat, is the weeping red bud. Um, You can go in there, and the same thing, you need to um, take the dead branches Mm -hmm. out, and all you have to do is simply tug on it, and those dead branches will pop right off, and it really makes it a lot healthier when the spring comes, and I, I mean, it gets all of that, it cleans it out, lets airflow go through, and just i mean it just looks really good
2: you're talking about like one of the travelers <clears throat> i got or? the
3: old fashioned probably one of the first travelers that wow. Denny had yeah and it's about that tall what's four feet tall yeah. or something yeah and it's just you can just go in there and break those break them out Clean i mean it's just out. great yeah yep
2: yep and, <clears throat> and
1: what shouldn't we be pruning
2: Oh, anything that's spring flowering. Uh, do not prune your azaleas right now. Don't prune your gardenias. Don't prune your um, mophead hydrangea. Um, we can prune roses though, and this is yeah, this is time. this is time to do that too. And um for those of you who have little shrub roses, um uh, it's a great time to get in there and do some cleaning pruning. Especially you will find a lot of dead branches in there. It may be that the branches are a couple years old and you want to do some pruning. I will not prune roses like my Lady Banksia that blooms very very early that climbing rose. It's not time to do that. But um you can definitely, you know, depending on the type of rose, um For those of you who have left a lot of your wildflowers up because you're uh, feeding birds and you're concerned about leaving uh, habitat for the insects that may be overwintering in them, you could leave those up a little bit longer. Um, It's not time necessarily to get in there and and clean out those perennials, but uh, for those of you who are just looking at dead leaves, you want to clean off. Um, even around my yucca, I had some dieback. I've been pulling off some yeah. of those leaves out of that. Um, the weeds, now's the time to attack your spring weeds. The hen bits up, the chickweeds yeah. back. Oh my goodness. We, my back is sore from being bent over for three days, yanking on weeds, you know. Yeah,
1: mm. yeah there, there are, uh, there are just so many little, <clears throat> little things that we can be doing in the landscape right now uh, what about uh, summer flowering bulbs that are uh, it's not a as popular early. A little, early.
2: A little early little um, early I wrote an article for the WPTF Weekend Gardener about planting summer flowering bulbs and um, the summertime bulbs and a lot of these because they are tropicals or they're from subtropical countries they want to go into warm ground they if you put them in now like canna's or um caladium. some of the 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 caladium the allocations the calicaceous <clears throat> if you put those in now in the wet cold soil they will rot mm-hmm. it's the same thing as sticking them in the fridge and you don't want to do that so if you go ahead and buy them because they're available now which is a great time to buy them i've seen them even in some of the grocery stores for sale um You can uh, hold on to those, but keep them in a cool, dry, shady place. Uh, You don't want them to go ahead and start uh, sprouting too early. And um, then wait until the end of of April, preferably the first part of May, before you start putting these things into the ground or even into containers. Um, You know, I like to containerize, grow a lot of these things. Some will acclimate, some you have to treat as annuals, but... Yeah, they're a great additional joy is to yeah. plant those. And you, you you have a lot of them potted every year, Phil. Well, I mean the availability of what's <clears> throat> in, throat> is,
3: is astonishing. Our caladiums are coming in this week. Yeah. Yeah. But we will pot those in <clears throat> flats and six inch pots and we'll plant those in the greenhouse. Greenhouse, yeah. Get those started.
1: I love gladiolas. Oh, I
3: do too. My oh, granny I... used to have a lot of those in her garden. Aren't they delightful? <coughs> and yes. And I
2: know that there are some hardy perennial glads. Um, I know that uh, Tony Avent has one uh, that's an orange color. that they. It's got a name like Halloween or something like that to it. Um, but most glads I have found um, do really well for a year or so, and then they seem to just decline uh, so Plant them fresh. Buy more. You know, Get them mm. in the ground. They're worth it. They are worth it.
1: <laughs> yeah. A good sunny
3: spot.
2: Yeah, good sun,
3: good drainage. Yeah, um, my, my granny used to just plant them in the garden. Yeah. She'd plant a row right down the edge of the garden, and they would do great.
2: Isn't that amazing?
3: Yeah. Well, that yeah. probably
1: attracted bees, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's good for the garden. And it's
2: hummingbirds, right. and, and humming they birds, like them. Yeah. And, um, yeah.
1: Wow. How about that? All right, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF, it's 924. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country. The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yeah, and for the life of us, we can't figure out why it's, uh, <laughs> 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 it's one of the longest-running radio shows. It's, but it is. I mean, you know, the it's up for uh, music and the spoken word, and and uh, the Grand Old Opry. There aren't many other shows that have been on this long. Nineteen forty-five is when this show was.
4: It's our great listeners.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. great, man. we're going to talk to Francis and Steve coming up. Oh, uh, Chuck, who had the Daphne, uh, asks uh, recommend any? Would your guests recommend any planting shrubs or trees this time of year? Is it too iffy to attempt right now? No, it's perfect. We, yeah. we were just talking about Chuck uh, earlier uh, last hour about uh, it's a great time to plant. <laughs>
2: Um, this allows got about thirty seconds. Yeah, this allows trees and shrubs roots to develop before it gets too hot, and yeah. um, it's a perfect time to plant. Yeah. Just nurse it through the summer.
1: Yeah, so you know October to February is is probably a prime time. We, mm-hmm. we don't we don't get uh, the soil doesn't get hard enough. The ground mm-hmm. doesn't freeze Mm-mm. anymore. Right. So yeah, yeah, get out there and and find something and plant it, and uh, we will return with more of the weekend gardener we're zipping through the hour rufus says he uh, might have a chance to call back uh here on wptf he's just uh, trying wheedling his way trying to get out of that hospital today <laughs> so he may be busy we'll be back with more of the weekend gardener on wptf let's get back to the wptf weekend gardener with mike ann and rufus Uh, We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener and Frances' New Hill. Frances, how is everything today?
0: Hey, I hope y'all are doing well this morning. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. I've got a quick question.
4: All right. It's kind
0: of a hard one. Uh, I have a friend that lost three of her knockout roses or rose bushes because of a disease, and she was told that she couldn't put rose bushes back in that area. Yeah,
1: that's right. Uh, It's a rose rosette.
0: Yes, uh-huh, and she's wondering now she wants to know what can she put back in that place that's uh, evergreen and that it blooms um, uh, and in full sun and
2: gardenias I- gardenias are the first thing that come to my mind um oh,
0: gardenias.
2: yes, ma'am, because they will take that full sun, they're evergreen, and you'd get that fabulous uh fragrance. Uh, my son has some gardenias in the front of his house and they bloomed until frost this year um what oh would you goodness. recommend variety wise um phil which which ones do you like the best
3: well i just i don't like the lower growing right the um i want yeah, yeah i d- i would definitely go for some of the old timers chuck hayes that's what i have august beauty uh, the august yeah. beauty is a great one a great yeah. one
2: uh, august beauty yes ma'am yes ma'am,
1: ma'am. Does that bloom more than once?
3: August beauty keeps on going. It just just keeps keeps blooming. Yeah,
2: Yeah. it's a great gardenia.
0: Yeah, Uh, they usually. Do you you have them at your nursery?
3: I'm not sure if we have any right now, but we'll definitely have some.
0: Okay. Okay.
3: Um, Those are. Yeah, those are great because they always start blooming. I always said they start blooming around Bible school time, which is around mid June to late June. And they just uh-huh. keep keep, just going. keep going, keep going. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: they're called. Call, I wonder why they call August because they're still blooming. They're still in autumn, blooming probably. in August,
4: yes, sir. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Now, about how tall will they get, or can you kind of limit the height by pruning now and then? You can definitely limit the
3: height on them. Um, I usually let mine get about three to four feet. It's okay. About four feet. That's about
0: yeah, what she would need, I think, in the place of this. great. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. I have racked my brain over this, and I and it's hard to replace a rose bush yes, in full sun, yeah. blooming. Yep. You know, yep. it's a blooming plant. So, yep. okay. Thank you so much. You're and welcome. I, am, I know those people at the hospital are just rolling in laughing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the everybody's coming to Rufus's room.
0: <laughs> yes, and and it's nice, isn't it nice to. To, for them to see some a brighter side, sometimes.
1: <laughs> Ab- absolutely, and uh, yeah.
0: okay. Y'all, you have a great day, and yes, ma'am. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Thank Thanks you very much, Francis. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Yeah, anytime
1: Bart Rittner ever talked to anybody from New Hill, he'd say, "Do you glow?"
0: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's where that's where that's the nuclear where you, power plant yeah, is I'll down there. Of course, that was many years ago. I don't know if that's as acceptable now as it was then, but that's what Bart would say. Uh, Steve is in Garner. Hey, Steve. Hello. Yes, sir. How are you today?
5: Uh, I overdid it again this week. Well, that's all right. <coughs> it's just, uh, I think I'm still detoxifying from the chemo.
4: Ah, yeah. Well, probably so. Real yeah.
5: Quick. Sure. And I tend to get started on a project and <laughs> I don't want to stop. I want to try to finish it. Yeah, yeah. well that's good.
1: That's, that's a good way but to you know, handle things hard. in life.
5: It, it, it sometimes leads to uh, overdoing it. Yeah. But well. uh, other than that, I'm doing fine. Wonderful. I just want to let everybody know I've got some, uh, I, I think I said this a couple of weeks ago, I've got some uh, spider lilies that I need to thin out And if anybody wants some uh, spider lily roots, uh, I'll I'll gladly donate them to anybody who wants to come by the house and pick them up. Uh, I am listed in the uh, Raleigh Daylily Club website as a display garden. My garden's name is just one more, and you can get my address and phone number from there. And that'll get uh, that way you can call ahead and I can have some ready for you when you get here. But I'm, um, uh, I gotta thin them out. They're starting to take over a section of my garden. So um, <clears throat> that's one of my projects this spring. It's too wet now. To, somebody, something got into my fish. I, I, I had some really nice fish in my little outdoor pond and something literally tore the the uh, webbing I had over the top of it off and got every one of the fish. And what, oh, my oh, wow. That's
1: probably uh, a <laughs> heron or something. raccoon. Raccoon? Well, yeah.
5: It, it, herons usually eat what they get. <clears throat> this one just took them out.
1: Yeah, raccoon.
5: Killed them and just laid them around the pond oh. and then the feral cats around the neighborhood right. cleaned it up yeah. later. Yeah. But now I got to get some more fish. But luckily, they're only thirty something cents. At that's uh, uh-huh. smart.
1: Well, the fish certainly liked it wet. But yeah,
5: uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, and it rained pretty hard here. Yeah, I don't know how much rain we got, but it rained.
1: And we're going to get more, maybe a couple of inches hard. over the next uh, couple of days.
5: Yeah, that's
1: what
3: they say.
5: You
1: know,
5: but I'm, I think it's supposed to start this evening again.
3: Uh, I think it is late this afternoon. Yes, right. We only got we got one tenth of an inch last night.
5: <clears throat> anyway, just as a reminder, the Daily Club has moved its venue to the um, Arboretum, Ralston Arboretum, yeah. and we are now meeting on the second Sunday of every month. And our first meeting is in March. And it's from 2 to 4 in the afternoon, and everybody's welcome to come. And if you go on the website, they have updated the website with the uh, schedule. And it has the, uh, what we're going to be doing. And one of the fun things is we're going to be discussing uh, things to do in the garden at this time uh, for like the month of March. And uh, one of the members is going to bring his favorite tools. And uh, tell everybody why it's his favorite tool. So it, that's going to be a fun thing to have. Um, anyway, anybody's welcome. You guys are welcome to come, too.
1: Well, uh, thank you, Steve.
5: My daylilies are starting to pop up out of the ground, and that's a good thing to see.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That uh, gives you hope, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Every time that I happens.
5: I really enjoy watching those things, especially the, uh, the ones that die back. Uh-huh. Watch that greenery come up out of the uh, <clears throat> dead, dead uh, fans, and watch those those uh, fans come up out of there, and it's it's fun to watch. Wonderful. Anyway, um, I'm hoping to have a really good year this year if I can keep the deer out of them.
1: Yeah. So, what have you been doing? You've just been cleaning up your daylily bed <laughs> recently.
5: Well, right now. My wife wants to wait to clean up the beds for another month. And uh, right now, I'm just going out there and getting the weeds that are popping up out of there and then Mm -hmm. redoing the uh, weed blocker that I put out. Mm -hmm. Uh, The weed preventer. Yeah. And uh, once I weed an area, I put that weed preventer out and it helps. So um, I've been doing that. Whenever I can. Right now, I I can do it for about a half hour, forty five minutes at a time, and then I got to stop and rest. But uh, it's it's a way to get me out of the house for a while.
1: Good. Well, and it's uh, it's enjoyable. it's paid off for you.
5: Oh, no, I'm in a lot of I'm ways. Little stronger every day. But they did tell me that it was going to take a while to detoxify my body after mm-hmm. the chemo. Oh, so. sure. I get to see my doctor this week, and I'll ask him about the uh, the progress. So. All right. All right. I love you guys. All right. Really, really enjoy listening to you. Thank you so much, Take care, Steve. Steve. And if anybody calls with a data <laughs> question, I'll be glad to help.
1: You. All right. We'll all count right. on that. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Mark is in Clayton. Mark, good morning. You're on WPTF.
6: Good morning, Mark. Hope you all are doing well today.
1: Yes, yep. sir, buddy.
6: So a couple of quick, easy questions. I have neglected my hydrangeas and my the few azaleas that I have. They are um, they, they've overgrown, they, they need to be trimmed back, and I was just wondering the appropriate time and manner and method to, to trim both of those back and get them ready for spring.
2: Okay. Well, easy thing with the azaleas is is you prune them hard after they bloom. So just wait until they get through. The the more complicated question is is what type of hydrangeas do you have?
6: Well I don't know.
2: (laughs) Are they they're blue? They're blue. blue. Okay. Okay, Well that helps us. That helps us. (laughs) That that tells us that these are the mop head hydrangeas. And again, you wait until after they bloom. As soon as they get through blooming, or even when they're blooming, if you want to bring a big bouquet into the house, um, you can cut them then, or right. you can wait until right after they bloom because they do bloom on old wood, which means this is their flower buds are already on those branches that look bare right now. They're they're in there, so don't don't prune now.
6: I suspected that was the case in both instances because I didn't do what I should have done. <laughs> last year after the blooming season, but I thought I would uh, give it a shot anyway.
2: Yes, sir, and, Let and, me, uh, and it's good we, to ask.
1: We've got Rufus uh, back with us. Uh, Rufus, did you hear yeah. any of that conversation about hydrangeas yeah, with Mark? I I, I, uh,
7: of course, this is with Pam, but I have, other than the mop heads, and, and I have methods, I would
1: Okay, we're, you're cutting out we're some, Rufus.
7: And so what I do, I wait until the spring of the year, and what comes green, good. if it stays dead a couple of weeks, all the rest of the room, cut that. The way I know that. I think we're going to. My friend exactly right. Uh, I, I love those. Cause I think they're the best things in the world. You're, you're, uh, I cut mine back pretty heavily. And, uh, I'm too much because they they shoot out so many new, new uh, blooms that uh, it was sick.
1: I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're only getting a word uh, here and there, Rufus. Can you call us back? Oh, certainly. Yeah, for some reason we're, uh, I don't know, I didn't yeah. know. If, maybe they moved you to a different room.
7: <laughs> those doctors want to talk about, want to talk about the So I said, buy it in a pallet.
1: Buy it in a pallet, yeah. I got it that much. Are, are,
7: you, are you better right now? Am I all better right now?
1: Uh, not really. Call us back, maybe we'll get a better better signal or something. I don't okay, know. We, go, when you called us the first time, it was perfect, but uh, this time it's just kind of cutting out. But I all right, good. All right, uh, we'll 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 call you. We'll call us right back, Mark. Uh, I don't know how much of that you got.
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> Very little, but but what yeah. what you've all shared uh, early on was uh, was more than sufficient, and uh, I'll I'll wait and until I see some blooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, I'm, I'm headed to visit a couple of your old buddies today. You well, better are, watch
1: uh, out. Better watch I'm, out down there.
6: I'm, I'm about 15 minutes away from Spring Hope. We're going up to IT's farm to cut some wood and with Mark and Steve and just kind of oh. go outdoors.
1: Well, that's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know Mr. Valentine certainly enjoyed that mm-hmm. farm. And, you know, that was uh, a lot of people – he had that big old boat, but a lot of people didn't have cottages at the coast uh back in the forties and fifties and sixties. They had they had cabins. Maybe uh right. you know, somewhere in the county, maybe a pond. Usually had had a pond and a cabin or something. They'd go out and play cards or
6: Yep. I T actually built a cabin up there at the farm. There's no electricity. I spent mine night up there last weekend and uh, he built it, you know, on his own right and uh got a potbelly stove in there we uh we go up there and um spend the night and sit around the fire and tell stories and um just generally have a good time so uh, i'm looking forward to a fun day up there
1: well it junior uh, was uh one of my favorite people of all time
6: he was a great guy he,
1: yeah great he just to,
6: boat. he uh, i asked him one time if he'd ever run aground on his boat he looked at me and said, Son, if you've never run aground,
1: you've never been anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was tops in my book. Sure was. Well, listen, thanks for all you do and
6: really enjoy the
1: show. Thank you very much, Mark. Bye. Uh, IT, Tim Valentine, I, I uh, grew up across the street from him. I was very, very privileged. He uh, was always very nice to me. I remember seeing him after he, uh, at some point, I think he was out of Congress at that point and I was going to cover something that he was involved with he says uh, Mike I see you have joined the fourth estate <laughs> <laughs> he was so eloquent in his speech but uh, I, I really miss him I know I know, uh, his family does 919-860-9783 919-860 WPTF brother Rufus is back and knew IT Valentine very very well
7: Absolutely. He was the finest the He was a, a southern farmer. certainly uh, thought the world up And he was just working nicely. He didn't just face it and run off the hip. He was shooting the hip. He thought it out. And I think that he would have continued. He wanted to do it. Because he thought so much.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Did did they uh, have you moved, or have they move, uh, move? Did they move you to another room or something, Rufus? I don't know what the are.
7: are we still in it, still not coming across well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of here, I mean, uh, kind of here and there. Uh, I, I don't know. Oh, okay. it, it's quite different. You you were clear as a bell the first time, but uh, maybe oh, maybe this uh, maybe here. maybe it'll work itself out. Big John's not standing there blocking the signal, is he?
7: Oh, I need him to come and
1: Yeah. I don't know what uh what the deal is. I don't want you to have to move too much though. I um they, they got you I'm sure well,
7: now I I moved to another position in that's, the room here.
1: That's better. That's better so far. Okay. So uh did you have anything to add about the hydrangeas? I don't know, we, we, we didn't hear a lot of it. Uh Mark no, that's
7: just, just my method is not very Scientific. But if in the spring of the year, one of the stalks looks dead, I I cut it to the ground, and get it out of there.
2: Just just one at a time. You're you're doing some selective thinning. Yeah, just one at a time. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Now that's what that's what Anne used to say to do with uh, nandinas.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. but
1: nandinas are uh, we've talked. I don't know. A couple of shows that people have mentioned that they don't like nandinas anymore.
2: Well, they still they have their place, and um, you know, for those of you who are still growing them, it, you know, anything that is a is a shrubby type plant that you want to thin out, so that it it re, it's a rejuvenating pruning process. You can go in and cut out selectively the older, larger canes, and that encourages it to put up new growth. Yeah. And that's true, Spiraea. Well, I I
7: too, in the last show, that I'd read an article where they said that uh, the heavenly bamboo berries were poisoned to a certain kind of bird. Well, I I hate that, but I'm I'm not going to cut all mine down mm. because I look out through the landscape mm. now, and there's these beautiful, beautiful
2: red berries, and I think the I
7: think the, the leaves are pretty.
1: Yeah, I mean, mean, they 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 do, Wow! Yeah, especially if you cut them right.
2: Well, and the the birds that were poison rufous, um, part of that was because there was little else for them to eat. Normally, they would not eat nandina berries. The nandinas are very flexible, and they're not easy for cedar wax wings to land on. But what (laughs) happened is the the group of birds that um, brought this uh, to everyone's attention was in decatur georgia and because there were not hollies for them to uh, eat from or um, other sources they it's it's like if you go through a buffet and nothing's there but your least favorite food well and you're hungry you're going to eat that least favorite food well it's the same thing that happened there so normally it would not have been a problem but it's because they had nothing else and so the answer to this is it To remove all nandina and do uh, away with them forever? Or should we be planting other things that the birds can eat, like dogwoods that they're feeding on, our native hollies they're feeding on, um, yopon hollies, um, the birds are all over that. I saw cedar waxwings at the park uh, eating Bradford pear fruit. I know that's a bad tree, and you know, it's, uh-huh. and, and all that. But they were eating it and and doing really well with it. So um, that's not as simple as it sounds, you know.
3: Well, it's kind of like, kind of like human beings. I mean, if you don't see something you like, then you find something else you do like. And if you, and I've been to buffets that, like that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, I didn't like anything. <clears throat> yeah, and so you know, like Pam said, you just offer them something that that is good for them and yeah. something they like yeah
7: well i'm, I'm not going to shut down my nandinas i'm, I'm not either any, me neither I'm,
3: I'm, I'm, they're not, beautiful
7: i'm, I'm not going to let any more come up right but i'm not going i'm not going to take them down. they're just
3: too, yeah. right.
7: too pretty in the wintertime
3: well we've got a ton of american hollies at the at the nursery and they're just gorgeous right now
2: gorgeous
3: yeah well the cedar wax wings and robins have cleaned them off yeah. but they're still the trees are gorgeous
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, they certainly certainly are. Let's uh, let's talk to Fred in Raleigh.
4: <clears throat> Excuse me, Fred. Good morning. thank you yeah. for taking my call. Um, and I have a question. I have a what I believe to be a Japanese red cedar. It's about 20-25 feet tall. Right, and there was a maple tree adjacent to it. That a branch broke off and essentially stripped. Some of the branches on the on the cedar from the top down about a third of the tree, so it's, it's damaged and appearance-wise, it's it's not you know what it used to be. And so I was just curious if you guys had any insight and suggestions on if there's anything I can do to uh, you know, regenerate new growth with that and, and kind of shore up its appearance.
2: Well, the problem with <clears throat> sorry, the problem with conifers is there aren't a lot of latent bud underneath the bark. So it's not as if you stripped off, say, a, a typical deciduous tree, and normally, you know, new branches would come from that spot. Um, the the conifers don't have that regenerating um, ability quite as much, um, as far as it being the bark being stripped off. Um, I would not use any of the products that are wound-type products because what right. it does is it can sometimes seal in uh, pathogens. and um, But it, at the same time, that open area is probably weeping through there a little bit. It is. Yeah, and, you know, that's going to attract some insects and all. Right. But that's also the way that the plant is healing itself. I had some deer come through. And do that to a Japanese white pine, and it, they, when they stripped it with by rubbing the velvet off their their antlers, right. and yep. marking that tree, um, it left that raw place. But I just left it alone, and it has recovered. That said, you know this could be the kiss of death for this thing, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you to just just watch it and hope for the best. Um, there's yeah,
4: that's kind of was my uh, thought. I just figured I just mostly just leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> in appearance-wise, it's, yeah.
2: Uh, I know it's, it's tree, not. Gonna, not and, and
4: I didn't know if cutting off the top, excuse me, eight feet feet or so, uh, and removing that area would, you know, that would probably. If you
2: if you top it, then it it will not um, send up a, a new leader. Okay. Um, that's All your right. problem. Yep. You're going to end up yep. with a pancake. In your yep. landscape, I mean, if you want yeah. that look, it could be kind of interesting. But uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, it would yeah, be
4: for sure. Yeah, for well, sure. I think I think uh, I think you've kind of validated what my thoughts were, and I'm going to leave it alone and see what happens.
2: Well, good luck, Fred. Uh, yeah. Phil, do right. you feel hey. like anything else needs to be said? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> it's
3: we we had a we had a cedar like that uh, right at a, where we've got our gray that little gray shed, and I I left it. And we cut a pine away from it, and I was hoping the top of it would straighten up. But they're a little bit difficult to deal with. Yeah. So the top is never really straightened up, but it's I'm going to still leave it. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of difficult to get those shaped up again. Rufus, you ever had a cedar on your property?
7: <laughs> oh, Lordy, yes. <laughs> Old-fashioned cedars, and, and thank goodness that the, the cedar rust has killed most of them. And they're gone. Uh, I was always, you were always able in the mountains to tell if it had been an old home place somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: If you're out in the woods and you saw a bunch of old-fashioned cedar trees, because people used to want to plant cedar trees around their home.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't
7: yeah. know why, but uh, I, I have very few left now and, and don't want any more.
1: Some, yeah.
2: Yeah, sometimes they were used to mark property pretty much like a lot of people lining their land with um green giant arborvitae or yeah. something like All that right. right now uh for privacy or just to just to mark their land. But um I I think what Fred's talking about is a a really beautiful specimen uh, conifer, and um, the other thing is, is if he if he wants, is Fred still with us? He he um, is. Oh good. We got about a minute. Okay, I was going to say, Fred. Um, one other thing you could do is try to get in touch with the conifer nursery, um, perhaps where maybe where you bought this. Um, did you buy it from a specialty no, nursery? No, it, it was already
4: planted and okay. growing beautifully when it okay. moved into this.
2: All right. House. Well, um, I was going to say, uh, look look at a conifer uh book or you could check with a nursery that specializes in conifers and ask them if they have any other advice for you i will do that yeah and, good and luck The, the, the ralston arboretum's
7: got, got a pretty good conifer program yeah Who they do
1: that? the the ralston arboretum oh, okay. here in raleigh
4: yeah you bet got gotcha. you yep for sure all right excellent
1: fred thank you very much for calling well, us
4: yeah i appreciate the, the time and enjoy the show sure thank you it. for thank you. being a part right. of the bye show bye. All right. Bye bye.
1: 919 860 9783. 919 860 WPTF. More The Weekend Gardener coming up.